This is the Cassie Conway's Rad Podcast, and I am Cassie Conway. I'm a six-figure celebrity hairstylist and makeup artist whose life radically changed after my dad's sudden death. I became a renegade to my past life of drugs and alcohol and decided to travel the world by myself. Join me as I share my journey of self-discovery, healing, and joy, as well as the people I met along the way. Good morning, beautiful souls. This is Conway. So one of my good friends recently lost their sister and another friend is going through a breakup and breakups and death are very similar in the grieving process because you're grieving a loss. No matter what it is, it's it's just a loss of relationship. And so I just was reminded of the tremendous amount of anxiety I woke up with in the morning after my dad died. He died without a will, so my life was really such a tornado of just emotions and prior to him passing away I was not athletic at all so please do not think that I was like an athlete and this was like easy for me I definitely was not it was a huge partier I had massive drug issues so the only reason if you look back at my Instagram that I was even thin was because of massive drug issues so in order to really take back control over my life and my emotions and take my power back over the whole situation is I had to really be strong about implementing a routine for myself. And that's really what I held on to was that routine because at the end of the day, the only thing we have control over is our thoughts, feelings, and actions. At this moment right now, I know you don't feel that way, but 100%, I am a living embodied example that you totally do have control over it. It will require effort and it will require work in implementing these tips and tricks I have for you, but it is 100% possible. And so exercise was a huge thing for me because you're waking up with anxiety and that's so much energy, right? It's not energy in the sense of like, it's not positive energy, but it's just overwhelming. And so I established a very strict bedtime and wake up time for myself that was huge in being able to implement this because we crave routine so the night before I go to bed I would write down all the things I was going to do that that I had to do the next day and I would lay out my workout clothes so as soon as I would wake up I threw those suckers on and I got out the door that was the biggest thing just showing up for myself I got out the door and I would go to the gym I take a six o'clock strength class. It doesn't really matter what the class is, but just getting out the door to do anything active is huge. So whether it be go for a walk or whatever, and it was the same time every single day, I would go work out and then I would go for an hour long walk and make sure to be outside in nature and just get sunshine and listen to a podcast and just walk. And then I would come home, I would meditate and I would journal and read my different daily books just as a reminder of of who I am. So I'd read Jesus Calling. I would read The Awakening Book by Dr. Aaron Haskell, The Daily Stoic. And so I'd write down just the things I was grateful for, and then I would get ready for the rest of my day. I was waking up really early. I also made sure to always make my bed. And why that is important is because I was showing up, A, for myself. This was my time for myself. So if you think I don't have time for that, this is your only time for yourself, really. The rest of the day will get wrapped up in everyone else's time. So this was my time for myself. 
Um, I also had really strict boundaries on when I would work. I would never work earlier for anyone because I would ultimately be really resent. I create my own schedule, so it makes it easy, but I'd be ultimately very resentful if I would, because I wouldn't be able to do all these things. It would bring me peace so I could show up fully for other people. And so I was very stringent on this is my time for myself. So I'd exercise every day. We also know that exercise is obviously so good for your body. You release endorphins. It helps you regulate your mood. This would also go into being able to help me release energy. But with releasing that energy, it helped me to have a set bedtime because I'd be tired by 10. And so I would be able to wake up and show up present for the next day to work out. Prior to my dad passing away, I'd only work out because I was looking for an external reward, and i.e. my body changing. After he passed away, I was doing it because I had to. I had to work out for my brain. And so that was sometimes my mantra when I'd be sitting on the treadmill doing a PR run class at Equinox. And I hate running. It was because I have to do this for myself. I have to do this for my brain. I have to do this for my brain. That was what I would repeat to myself. I have to do this. Because it really would allow me to show up fully for other people. If I didn't, my day was so, I was so stressed out. And I had so much anxiety. And obviously through this, I've this whole routine has been established over three years of trial and error. So here's the best of. So you can trust that this actually works. And it, I actually did, was able to heal myself and regulate myself. So there is hope. Um, I know that you are powerful. I know you're resilient, even if you don't believe it right now. The second thing I did was I really regulated my sugar and caffeine intake. And why I did that was because it would allow me to go to bed earlier and on time. Also, by controlling my diet and sugar and caffeine, it helped me kind of heal my adrenal glands because those are pumping when you have anxiety. Because right now you're in fight or flight mode by cutting out stimulants like that, it helped tremendously. I'd also really be present and aware of what I was eating because normally when we're upset or whatever it may be, we run to comfort food. There's a reason why it's called comfort. It's always high fat, high sugar, high carbohydrates. I do believe in honoring. You have to look at your emotions and feel them, but there's a reason why there's motion in the word emotion. They have to flow. And so... I became really aware of what I was eating and why. So becoming really present. Because when you're in this heightened anxiety state, you're really reactive, not proactive. So by making yourself more present and aware of why am I running to this dozen cookies? And instead, when you're eating that one cookie, let's start with one instead of a dozen, but when you eat the one, being really present as to why am I eating this, does this even taste that good? That's a huge one. And when you really think about it, you're like, no, this isn't good. Why am I eating this? And then it goes into, I'm eating this because I am trying to avoid doing something else. Okay, why are you trying to avoid doing the other thing? Once you start really breaking it down, you're like, I don't need this cookie. I just really need to go clean out my closet. Okay, well, then go clean out your closet or whatever it may be. There are also times when it's like, this is worth it. Okay, well, then sit and be present with that cookie or hamburger or whatever it is and be so present and so grateful for it and have joy and like, let it bring you joy. Like if that is something that you're like, this is delicious, it is worth it. Be in that moment. Stop trying to rush ahead to what's happening ahead or look at the past, but just be present and aware in that moment. So being really aware when I'm eating, 
has been a huge game changer for me because it really puts it into perspective. Do I even really like this or am I just being reactive? And so being present in that way and really aiming for whole foods because when I would eat trash food, I would be present later on and I would not feel good. It just doesn't make you feel good. But whole foods, I'd be like, oh, my energy is consistent. My mood is consistent. So when my dad first passed away, I ate a tremendous amount of fresh fruit with tahini on it and Mediterranean food. So I lived off Greek salads and chicken kebabs. And that was great. And I know why, because our body has innate wisdom in this is what's going to be nourishing and actually satisfy you. Another huge thing is drinking more than enough water. So in the morning, I'd wake up and drink a liter of electrolyte water. And not I'm not saying Gatorade. Do not drink Gatorade. That is poison. It has chemicals in it. It has fake colors. What you can do is just add a pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt. I always have organic fresh limes or lemons or oranges in my house. And I'll just cut one in half, squeeze it in my water bottle. Add good water. So I have a Berkey, so it takes all the fluoride and chlorine from my water. And a little bit of monk fruit if you're using a lemon it's a little sour. And make sure I wake up that and drink that in the morning. That completely helps set my mood too. Because a lot of the times we're really dehydrated. So when our body's dehydrated, it's already running at a very low level of energy. And then on top of it, you have anxiety. So making sure that you're hydrated, drinking enough water. So my goal is to drink a gallon of water a day. That also will help. And be present when you do it and after you, afterwards how you feel. And you'll, it, you're, it's going to be a game changer for you. The next thing I would do is I would meditate. And so I started off with like five minutes. Then I would go to like 20. So there's a ton of great apps for guided meditation. You can use YouTube. Um, also Peloton is a really great, great resource. It's very reasonably priced. Also all their workout and yoga Classes on there are amazing. So if you don't have a gym, you can you can literally work out anywhere. I use it all the time. I travel a ton. And so I live and die by that app. It is awesome. The instructors are amazing. And then they also have yoga and it's like 10 minute guided meditation. So start small. Don't try to do the most. Also, that's a huge thing. Don't try to do the most right now. Just pick one of these things and then one a day. The first day it might just be drinking a gallon of water. Second day, putting on workout clothes. Anyways, meditating. And now I use the Deepak Chopra app. That is also amazing too. There's, I mean, there's so many great resources for meditation apps. Just find one that works for you and be consistent with doing it. Over the long term, it'll help you heal your brain. And it helps with focus. It helps with patience. It helps with being grounded. It helps with being, not being reactive anymore. It brings awareness so it, I like to think of meditation as like the deep breath that you need. You know, that really satisfying deep breath you like take and you release like, <sighs> that's what meditation is daily throughout your day. So now I even meditate when I'm having that three o'clock slump where you kind of just you're like, I want caffeine or something, but you know, you can't have caffeine because you'll be awake. So I now meditate in the middle of the day and it's amazing game changer 100 percent. also belly breathing is huge a lot of us are taking these really shallow breaths especially if you have a lot of anxiety right now you're taking a lot of shallow breaths you're not even really aware of it 
And so being present with just putting your stomach, your hand on your stomach and just taking that deep breath in and then audibly letting it out. (sighs) Doing that like three times when you're starting to get overwhelmed will be amazing, I swear. They actually had a study in the 1920s that people were taking 4.9 breaths a minute. You know what it is now? We're taking on average 20 breaths a minute. So that means that we're taking these <gasps> shallow breaths and what does that create? Panic. So no wonder we're all running on anxiety. Also, you can do the Wim Hof breathing exercises. He has great meditations and resources available on YouTube. And that will really help just control your adrenal glands, your cortisol levels, help regulate your mood. It's amazing. These are all practices that once you build on top of each other over long term, just in doing them every day, you'll build up more and more resilience. And you've encountered those people when you talk to them. They're just so at peace and so calm and they're so nice to talk to. And you're like, what is the difference? It's because they've implemented these daily spiritual practices in their lives. Uh, The next one I always say is this one is a huge one for having in your back pocket in your toolbox. And so it's creating an I am statement. I am statements are so powerful because basically on a metaphysical level, energy attracts energy. We are made up of energy. We cannot be destroyed. That is a, that's a law. And so whatever you say will be represented back to you and reflected back to you, whether it be through someone else or just in how your life is living. So I am statements are really, really, really powerful. I create I am statements and mantras for myself before every workout. And then I keep that mantra in the beginning of the day and I use it throughout my day. Some days we'll have more stress than others and you'll have to repeat that mantra a thousand times. And some days it'll be chiller. So some of my my, I am statements are, I am positive, I am divine, I am sexy, I am brilliant, I am wise, I am kind, I am strong, I am resilient, I am compassionate, I am ready, I am focused, I am loving, I am kindness, I am loving kindness. I am the universe because we create our own realities. I want you to let that sink in. You create your own thoughts. You create your own thoughts, which create feelings. So you are in charge of creating the thoughts you want to think and the life you want to create. You are in charge of it. So take the power back. So by creating those I am statements, you are declaring that that is who you are. You are declaring that you are a divine person. You're declaring that you're resilient. I know you are resilient, but maybe right now you don't believe it. So you need to declare that a thousand times today and when you get hopped up and there's something you get that phone call or you're encountering that person that drives you nuts whatever it may be or you have those memories and you're so sad you go I am divine I just keep coming back to remembering the truth about yourself I am powerful and if these are something that is really hard for you to look at and you have a lot of triggering um, events that are happening I really do, I feel for you because I've been there. 
And I know how overwhelming that is. And these I am statements will keep, it's like an anchor point that can help you bring you back to who you actually are. And it may sound crazy, but just operating from that. Also having an anchor point of saying, and I am like, I am resilient. I am powerful. And then just having gratitude, like, thank you that I am resilient and taking a few belly breaths, you will just, it'll be such a good shift for you. It's, it's amazing. It's really powerful. I also really love yoga for this because yoga just helps with the mind body connection, connecting each movement to your breath. In normal exercise, that is also something that happens, but I've noticed that in yoga, because it's such a reminder throughout the class to connect your mind to your body, to your movements, and like your breath to movement, that it helps it helps a little bit more to really implement this as a you know a reminder because think about it we've been living our lives the same way with the same thought patterns and the same reactions you know longer than we've implemented these healthy new ones so anything you can do to keep reminding you of how powerful you are and to connect your breath to movement is and shifting that is going to be so beneficial for you I am also a huge advocate of surrounding yourself with amazing positive people um, that can support you. And but what I mean by support is they're not your therapists. They're your safe friends and family that are healthy that can redirect you to truth, redirect you to how powerful you are, redirect you that you can heal yourself, redirect you that you are not a victim. I don't care what has happened to you. You're not a victim. You do not have to be a victim unless you want to be. And quite frankly, I don't want to be a victim anymore. So surrounding yourself with the right people, not people that are going to say numb, like, let's forget about it. Let's go out and party. Let's go numb this. Because what I will say to that is when my dad died, I knew I had two options. My option was one to get fucked up and numb myself out. And I could escape real quick. It was a quick fix. I'll just, you know, forget about it. But I also knew that if I forgot about it or I decided to numb myself out in that moment, that whenever I stopped numbing myself, I was going to feel all this shit all over again. And there was no way I wanted to experience this in six years, six months and throw my life away. No way. So I, in that moment, I made a decision. I'm going to feel all this stuff and I'm going to work to be the healthiest, happiest version of myself that is the most healed. Whatever it takes, I will do it. And I know you can too. It did require me going to therapy for a little bit. I did go find a great therapist who was a talk therapist. I also need to let you know that here's my disclaimer. I'm not a medical doctor. These are just things that work for me and my personal opinions. Take what you want, but I do definitely know that this stuff does work. So I did go to a therapist for a little bit, but what really changed, really, really made an impact was all implementing all these daily spiritual practices for myself, which is like meditation, working out, eating healthy. This is what really changed my life. And then really working and looking at my trauma and what limited beliefs that I had created that were playing out my subconscious mind and reprogramming that. And so I now I'm able to help that with for other people so I can help retrain your subconscious mind and reprogram the trauma that's happened to you 
through the E4 trauma method. So if that's something you're interested in, feel free to DM me. But that was something that really, really, that was a huge, powerful shift because what happens in a traumatic expe- like experience such as a death is that in that moment, we create a belief system of truths and they're based on reality, but like they're not actual truth. But we subconsciously create some sort of story and meaning behind whatever the incident is. For me, it was that my family didn't love me, that I was a black sheep, that my family doesn't love me, that my family doesn't see me, that my family doesn't hear me. Those are the truths I made up about my family. None of that's true. Those are things I feel sometimes maybe, but they're not true. They're not true at all because all we're doing... So for me, that was one limiting belief that I had created that was just playing in the background of my life through every interaction I was having with someone. That's not fair to someone else. You know, that's not even fair for me to say that to my family. You know, oh, you don't love me. That's, they love me. (laughs) So um, therapy was huge. Also, I found a really great medical doctor. And so I go to Tustin Longevity Center here in California and they have a more holistic approach. It's Western and Eastern medicine. So whatever, basically it's amazing because it's all encompassing of anything you need to heal, we got you. And so that's really what I needed. And so through the process of my dad dying, I realized that I had a thyroid issue. So I was prescribed prescription on like more natural prescription thyroid medication. And they ran my blood panels for just different supplements deficiencies or mineral deficiencies and hormones and etc and what I found was that I was a eventually as soon as I was able to like regulate you know taking the right supplements that I healed my thyroid issue also through therapy I've never been medicated and put on antidepressants I was suicidal I never did it because I had therapists that 100% believed in me that I could heal myself and I could and I did so I am a huge advocate that you can heal yourself, but it's going to require effort. But I would much rather try than be numb and not be able to fully experience life. Some things that helped me are vitamin D. A lot of women are deficient in vitamin D. I think of vitamin D is like the happy, I think it's a happy vitamin. It's basically vitamin D is what you get from the sun. So 15 minutes in the sun without sunscreen on. Um, you can absorb vitamin D daily. So definitely during the winter, we're all, that's why there's seasonal depression. There's those, um, vitamin D lamps. If you watch Broad City, she has one. And so, yeah, they're awesome. So vitamin D is great. It also helps with your immune system. Also every sort of B vitamin there, B vitamins are so many different types for different things, but I was getting B vitamin shots for energy, for natural energy. Also, if you're having energy issues because you cut out caffeine and sugar, I did start taking, and I actually travel with them, is the Arbonne Fizz Sticks. So they have vitamin B in them, and they also have green tea. So caffeine from green tea, so it's less caffeinated. Um, But that is definitely what I put in my water, and that's great because I don't get that huge caffeine spike. And I just stopped drinking them past 3 p.m. but it helps me drink my gallon of water and then after 3 p.m. I drink electrolyte water only and then magnesium 
That's great for calming benefits. Uh, you can take that at night. And there's different strains of magnesium that do different things, but I just take, it just says magnesium. So I take magnesium and you, if you take more, or I will take more because when I'm feeling bloated or whatever, it helps with constipation, but it helps you sleep. I also take melatonin. Uh, there's tons of cannabis and CBD gummies that help with sleep. And I'm a huge advocate for that, but I'm also in California. So just based on what is legal in your state. Another huge thing that helped me is just really taking control over what I have control over. And that's only me. (laughs) It's the only thing I have control over are my thoughts, feelings, and actions. And so daily, I'd always get up and make my bed. And you're probably like, why is that so important? It's important because it's the first thing that I accomplished of the day. If I did nothing else, I did that. And I showed up for myself. Then I would out on, then I worked out. Then I went for a walk. Then I meditated. Then I gratitude journaled. Then I ate healthy for myself. Then I drank water. You know, all those things, they just accumulate throughout the day of all these like positive things. But it starts with one. Just showing up for yourself. Also, having a daily bedtime that I went to bed at that time. And what I mean by that is pick a time that you're going to go to sleep that you can have an adequate amount of sleep. I'm a 10 o'clock bedtimer no matter what city I'm in. And that means that my cell phone is off an hour before I go to sleep. No TV an hour before I go to sleep. I do not sleep with the TV on. And I read an hour and I go to bed. And I wake up early and I can always show up for myself because I got to show up for myself. If I don't do this stuff, I can't show up the best for everyone else because this is my only time that is mine. It is 100% for me. And it makes me feel so good knowing that I accomplished something and I'm getting stronger because I can show up and go to the gym and there's no excuses. We also crave routine as a as humans, like we crave it. We love it. So why not operate at your highest self? And then also at the end of the day, I always, I always journal my wins. What were my wins for the day? Maybe it's something small. I made my bed. Awesome. That's great. What are you going to do tomorrow? You know, like just being honoring your wins, like celebrating them because the only person that can love you is you. No one else can. People can only love you to the extent that you love yourself. So I want to be fully loved. Another huge thing that helped me, and this is just not a part of a daily thing. I mean, yes, it is daily, but it's just another little thing that really helped me was when you're around those personalities that are just drive you nuts, especially because like right now, if you have that much anxiety, you're really operating at this. It's almost like paper, like tissue layer where you're like, dude, I don't have any buffer. It's like tissue paper. So when someone comes in that is like just, it's agitating or whatever it is, it's like some sort of resistance is being, you know, built up inside of you. I try to pray for, I always pray for the person and say thank you for this person. But also as they're speaking, I imagine that there's a huge hedge of beautiful roses between me and this person. And you can make them any color. I always think of rose gold ones. So I think of a huge hedge of rose gold, beautiful roses between me and this person. All their words are flowing into the roses. 
and all the emotions are in the roses. The roses are collecting it all. And then what's coming to me is all I can hear is just their words. I don't feel their energy. I don't take on any of their stuff. I don't feel like I need to do anything because at the end of the day, we all just want to be seen and heard. Sometimes we just don't, the person doesn't even want anything from you. They just want to feel seen and heard. And so you can listen and actually show up for people and be present in the moment, but not be so caught up in all their stuff. And you don't have to carry it with you the next person or the next place and dump on the next person. Because at the end of the day, we need to own our things. Because why this world is so broken is it's just broken people that aren't dealing with their stuff and dumping it on to the next person. And the next person is dumping on the next person instead of just, nope. That's not mine. I'm not going to take it. I'm so sorry that's happening to you. That's unfortunate. I'm moving on, you know? So by you showing up for yourself, you are going to change who you are and how you operate in such a positive way and such a positive light that you'll be able to teach that to your kids. You'll be able to teach that to your nieces and nephews. You can teach that to your parents just reflected by how you behave. And then from there, you can literally have such an impact on being able to change generations of how people operate from their feelings and not letting their feelings take over and take control, but you being able to be the creator of what you want to manifest in your life and what you want to see in your life. Because I know that you are an amazing divine being that is so resilient and so strong and can do this and you can heal yourself. I know you can. And you know why? Because I've been you. I've done the work and I'm still doing the work. But I would never change it for a single day of how hard this has been. I would rather it be hard and me just keep pushing forward and leveling up than me ever having it easy. I don't want, I mean, yes, but that at the end of the day, I have made a really amazing easy life for myself because I don't look at this as hard work. I look at it as just an opportunity for growth, which is a totally different reframing that I am strong. I could do anything. I'm resilient. And that's the thing I know about you. You are strong. You are resilient. You can do anything you put your mind to. You are healed. You are all the things, the great things. I know it. It's just you got to be able to see it in yourself. And by doing some of these things, or I would say doing all of them, optimally doing all of them, would, is going to create that total change and healing in you. But instead of trying to do the most, just pick one thing at a time and just keep layering it. So maybe the first week you just wake up at 6 a.m. every morning and make your bed. Awesome. Then the next week you work, wake up at 6 a.m. every morning, make your bed and drink a liter of water before you go. Awesome. The next week you drink, you wake up 6 a.m., make your bed, drink water, head to the gym. And just keep layering it. And Sure enough, within six months, you'll see a huge change in yourself. You'll be more present. You'll be more aware. You'll be able to show up more fully for people. But take on less stuff. It's amazing. It is literally, truly amazing. I know that you are so resilient. I know you are going through something so hard right now. And know that someone is, I am praying for you. I am there with you. I've been there. I've been in the trenches. I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. And my hand is the hand that is reaching down. It's like, you can fucking do this. Let me show you the steps on the way up. So I hope you have a great, amazing, blessed day. And you are so much more powerful than you ever thought you were. 
And I promise that you can be so blessed through something that you will ne- you never, never, never would consider a blessing. But you are going to be so blessed through it. I promise. Have a great day, guys. I want to send you out with for the rest of the day. So take three deep belly breaths in and audibly exhale through your mouth. (sighs) This is the end of the old. I am beginning a new journey. Doors of opportunity are opening for me. I know that I am capable of anything I fully align myself with. It is all going to happen for me. I can feel it with my mind, body, and spirit. Everything I want is already mine. I'm extremely excited to be living the life of my dreams. Thanks so much for listening. I'm so excited to be a part of this journey with you. And please follow me on Instagram for daily motivation at Cassie Conway is rad and help a sister out by leaving me a review and screenshotting this episode and tagging me. I love you guys, and remember, you can be a renegade in your own life, creating the love, joy, health, and abundance that you are seeking. So here's a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, so when I first started doing this, I had a billion recordings and I literally had no idea how to distribute them anywhere. And that's when I downloaded the free Anchor app. And I am so grateful I did because it was a total game changer. Anchor is a one-stop shop, allowing me to record, edit, and distribute all my content at once. The best thing is, is that it's super easy to navigate and I can take it with me anywhere I travel in the world. So if you have something to say, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to start sharing your message with the world.